Welcome to the Dr. Mudgill Podcast. This is episode 101. Yes, 101. Um, this podcast um, is actually inspired by the last few podcasts that I did where I was kind of railing on insurance companies and the typical stuff that I do. But what I realized is um, I actually talked about Medicare and Medicare Advantage plans in one of those podcasts. And I said that would be a conversation for another podcast. Well, the time for that podcast has come. Um, I didn't realize it, but it's actually Medicare enrollment period now. Um, the enrollment period for Medicare plans is between uh, October 15th to December 7th, I believe. And that's so you can roll into your 2024 Medicare plan. So I thought this would be a good opportunity just to discuss like what I know about Medicare and Medicare enrollment. Now, listen, I'm no expert. You should take everything I say with a grain of salt, but I do know a little bit because I do practice medicine and I t see patients who have Medicare, but even though I do, it's still like a, a quagmire, very, very <laughs> tough to navigate. But I'll try to break it down a bit just so you have an understanding of it. Um, really what inspired this is, you know, when I'm working out or just when I'm watching TV or watching a game or whatever, there's just an endless number of commercials for like, if you have Medicare, call 1-800, blah, 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 blah. And they're just endless. These commercials are just, you know, every other commercial seems to be one. And what these actually are, are their commercials trying to solicit folks who qualify for Medicare to join a Medicare Advantage plan. So that's basically a Medicare plan that the government approves, but that a private health insurance company operates. So that would be like, you know, United, Aetna, Cigna, they all basically have a Medicare Advantage plan that, that you know, Medicare will say, okay, you know, this basically checks off the boxes. Now we're going to give you some money, United Healthcare, and now you administer your Medicare Advantage plan. And I'm going to talk to you about why I'm saying what I'm about to say. Um, but you know, Medicare Advantage plans are only an advantage for the health insurance companies. It basically enables them to profit off of your back as a Medicare patient, and then obviously off of your doctor's backs who are taking care of you. They, in my opinion, provide a limited to no advantage to you. And I will explain to you why I think that is. Now, again, if you have a Medicare Advantage plan that you're very happy with, that gives you everything you need, then just skip to the next podcast. Um, but if you're confused about what Medicare Advantage plans are and you know whether you should choose one, because I'm sure you're seeing the same commercials I'm seeing and your head is spinning, you're like, oh, shoot, maybe I should call that number because I might be missing out on something. Um, so I'm going to kind of describe to you what this stuff is. Um, so here goes. So Medicare is basically broken down into parts. There's part A, there's part B, there's part C, there's part D. And then there's like the supplemental plans, which are F, G, K, L, M, N, I think. Um, but, you know, what's important is, you know, folks, what these parts do is they basically cover different things. So Medicare Part A essentially covers if you're in the hospital. Medicare Part B essentially covers what you get done outside of the hospital, like your doctor's visits and that sort of thing. Uh, Medicare Part C is actually the Medicare Advantage plans. I think they designated the C because they're crap. Those plans, in my opinion, are crap, Part C. But again, you know, you have to look at your own personal situation, pick what's best for you. Medicare Part D is the drug coverage part of this. And then there's the supplemental plans. There's... Um, F, G, K, L, M, and N, I believe. And they all sort of offered like different stuff. And I'm going to go over that stuff with you as well. So most folks, you know, what I generally recommend folks do, and this is, you know, if it's within your budget um, and, it, and it makes sense for you, is just to have 
plain old Medicare. That means you'd have a Part A, a Part B, a Part D, and then you'd have something called Medigap coverage because Medicare basically covers like 80% of your costs, and there's this like 20% gap, which would be your out-of-pocket expense. But most, almost everybody who has Medicare has some kind of supplemental plan, whether that's through like AARP or, you know, some there it could be through like the union that they were a part of. Um, and, you know, or, or like, you know, it could be like if you were like a teacher and you had like health insurance as a teacher, generally if you're on a pension, that's your, your, your Medigap coverage would be covered by, you know, whatever their supplemental Medigap coverage is. Um, so most folks who have Medicare, either they have, a Medigap plan just through their former employer or, you know, their union or whatever that is, or they purchase one. And that basically it gives you very comprehensive coverage. I mean, there may be a deductible or copay that you have to pay. Um, you know, if your particular plan doesn't cover like whatever the gap is, or there might be some kind of deductible or something. Um, but for the most part, you're covered. Um, so what Medicare Advantage plans purport to offer you, so that's the Part C plans, is they'll say, hey, we're gonna like bundle all of this stuff together. So you just pay us. So like you know, it's like United Healthcare. You just pay us, and then you know, we'll basically take care of the rest. The problem with this is, and they basically combine all of these plans. So it's basically like, you know, you don't need to get any other type of plan. It's just you have the the, the Medicare Advantage plan and you don't have to worry about the A, B, D and, and Medigap coverage and that sort of stuff. Um, the problem is if you have regular Medicare, so say you live in New York and you're traveling in Florida and you have regular Medicare which is you know, just plain old Medicare. You can literally see any doctor who accepts Medicare. And the beauty of that is like 90 plus percent of all doctors take Medicare. So you're basically covered. Like you get sick wherever you are, you're covered. It's very easy to find a doctor who takes Medicare because most of us actually do take Medicare because they're like the least abusive of all the insurance plans that are out there. You basically submit your claim, you get paid. Um, you know, they, they just they operate in the most fair possible manner for pay, for patients and for you know doctors or whoever your provider might be. Um, the problem with the Medicare Advantage plans are they will basically limit your network. That's basically how they make their money. So so United Healthcare, for instance, say like, um, let's just say Aetna, for example. What was trashing on United? Let's, let's trash on, on Aetna a little bit. So if you buy the Aetna Medicare Advantage plan, there are certain Aetna Medicare Advantage plans that I don't take. I don't participate in it with because they honestly, they suck from a doctor's perspective. They basically screw us over. Um, so I choose not to participate in them. So interestingly, if you have Aetna insurance, I take it. If you have Medicare, I take it. But if you have certain Aetna Medicare Advantage plans, I don't because I don't want to be a part of that network because in my mind, it sucks. So the problem you run into if you have a Medicare Advantage plan is they basically profit off of limiting their network and saying, hey, you could only see these doctors that are part of our network. Well, guess what? Say you live in New York and all of your doctors are fine. They all participate in whatever the Aetna Medicare Advantage plan you have is, and you know you're happy because you get to see your doctors. It's costing you less money. Things are great, but you're in Florida, you know, visiting your buddies or whatever it is, and you get sick there and you have to go see somebody. Well, no one there. It's quite possible that no one there takes your particular Medicare Advantage plan. There's no Aetna Medicare Advantage doctors where you are, and any medical care you need is actually going to end up being out of pocket because you can't find a provider that's in your network. 
Um, the reason why these private health insurance companies do this is because they're basically getting a lump sum from the government. And obviously their intent is to hold on to as much of that money as possible. They don't want to spend it on you, someone who has their health insurance plan. They want to keep it. So they do that by restricting their network. They pick and choose which medications are covered. You know, the Aetna Medicare Advantage plan might say, hey, you know what? You can only use CVS insurance on CVS pharmacy because guess what? CVS owns Aetna. It's a whole like incestuous, just like shady system. So that's why my recommendation for folks, if you can swing it, is just get plain old Medicare. You're gonna have, you're gonna get to see great doctors wherever you are. You're not gonna have the hassle of like, you know, getting denials and dealing with the insurance company, because if you're frustrated with whatever private insurance you have, like say you have like United or Cigna or Aetna, and you're getting like, you know, you have to get a prior authorization for your medication. You have to get you know, your your services are getting denied. You know the typical tactics that private insurers play. Well, guess what? Their Medicare managed care plans or Medicare Advantage plans, um, they're basically using those that same playbook, right? They're basically trying to screw you out of getting the medications or diagnostic tests and stuff that you may need, because that cuts in to their bottom line. Whereas Medicare, plain old Medicare, they don't care. I mean, they're basically no, we're all that's our taxpayer dollars that are going to administer healthcare, and they're not looking to make a profit. They're not looking to get rich. They're just sort of like a pass through and, you know, maybe there's a little administrative expense that they skim off the top to cover their costs, um, you know, pay their employees and that sort of thing. But it's not a for profit institution. It's the government. So that's how I break down Medicare, Medicare Advantage plans. I'm a big fan of just plain old Medicare. I think Medicare Part C, which are the Medicare Advantage plans, are absolute C-R-A-P, capital C, capital R, capital A, capital P. Um, they really, you know, their goal is, you know, they're run by private health insurers. Private health insurers' only goal is to get rich off of your back as the patient and off of my back as the doctor. And as much as we can cut them out of our healthcare system, you know, the happier everybody is going to be and the more efficient things will run. So that's my two cents on Medicare. I hope um, this does shed a little bit of light and clarify things for you. If you have any questions, please drop them in the comments um, or send us a message or whatever. I'm happy to fire off like another post in an Ask Dr. Mudgill format or maybe just a whole nother podcast about this. So with that, Hope you all have a wonderful, restful weekend, a very happy Halloween, because Halloween is next week. And uh, that's it. Let's get it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The full video for this podcast can be found on either YouTube or Facebook. Let's get it.